This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Mark Medina. Hello. Sam Claiborne. Hey, I almost rolled away there for a second. And making her inaugural Gamescoop appearance, Janet Garcia is joining us today. Janet, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Good to be here. She's been on before. Not on Gamescoop. Yes, she has. No, No. I have not. That is a lie. So (laughs) it's two to one. She's been on. Uh, so welcome I'd to the show. Janet is on our yes. guides team. She's been working very hard on the Luigi's Mansion 3 guide, yep. which I want to talk about in just a little bit. Uh, but first, we have a great show for you this week. We'll talk about uh, Luigi's Mansion and other spooky games. we got to talk about more crazy drama that's happening with Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Another mm. spooky game, because Ghost is in the title. <laughs> um. But first... Some housekeeping uh, general announcements. This is actually the first, the second Game Spook episode we've mm-hmm. recorded in a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had another and one. the third ever. We had another one that we recorded with uh, Justin and Tina where we all dressed up as Goose Camp counselors. It's true. Unfortunately, there was a technical issue with Tina's microphone where she's very hard to hear in the episode. So we're recording another one. And the good news is that you're going to get a bonus episode because we will put out that episode. It just needs uh, some editing and massaging. We're yep. going to add subtitles underneath Tina so you can actually hear what, you know, read what she's saying. Yeah. You'll survive. So, yeah. So that will take a little bit more time, but we're going to try to get that up in time for Halloween. And now you're getting another full length game spook episode we're really spoiling you guys this year is yeah that, you really it, need to see those other costumes because yeah. uh, there's some good costumes up here right now but is those ones one? match and they're kind of themed and i think they're really cute I thought we were is it just not going to hit audio feeds or we're not going to yeah, explain what our costumes <laughs> that's true are. that's a good point i should point out it won't really work in a audio uh format so if you generally a podcast listener jump on over to our youtube channel to check out that episode very special or just crank it like super bonus loud. well it's that's it's not going to work 
Oh, well, then I tried cranking it super loud when I was editing it. <laughs> and also, if you're listening at home, if we sound different today, we may be in costume today. Who knows? The only way to know is to go to youtube.com slash gamescoop and see for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you got a good URL for that. I <laughs> got in there early. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, domain name camping to get that one. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, Luigi's Mansion, which is actually coming out on Halloween day. Can we say, let's check in with Luigi's mansion. Let's check in with Luigi's mansion. Hey, Luigi's mansion. Uh, I thought it's a little unusual that they decided to put it out on Halloween. Yeah. I would think why why not put it out a week early so you could spend some time. Cause I cause on November 1st, no one wants to play a spooky game. It's done. (laughs) That's true. It's done. I thought it was a good promotional stunt, but now I'm thinking it's a bad, you just got to play through it all that night or else. Is that possible? I wore a Santa hat. Mm, it'd once. be a really long night. Uh, <laughs> very I wore a spooky. Santa hat once on December 26th, and I got yeah, no, raked over the coals. You should have been sent. Is over. You should have been sent to jail. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Jenna, do you like Luigi's Mansion Three? Yeah, I love it. It's okay, my good. favorite of the series so far. I've played both the other ones, Luigi's Mansion and Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. I think this is like by far the best. That's the best hear. game starring Luigi. Yes. I can only think of one other and Super <laughs> Luigi U. Yeah, yeah. What about Mario's Wait. missing? Close. A learning it, game. I know Mario's missing in that game. <laughs> I have Mario's the missing game in on my desk. In the title. But I don't know if you play as Luigi. You 100% play as Luigi. Okay. Can you play as the wow. princess? No. Are you like an expert on Mario's missing? It's a great game. I, I, great I, game. Was, I was fooled when I was a younger boy thinking that it was just a Mario game. And now I realized that was a learning game. It's a Carmen Sandiego knockoff. No. Oh, my gosh. They also, and it came for, out on PC. It's for NES and Super NES, but I didn't know that until I was an adult. I played the. Did Super you know NES it was on version. PC? I, that I that I learned. <laughs> I just learned that. Yeah, like that, just when he said that, that like, Mario's like time machine. I was today years old. Yeah, <laughs> and Mario's teaches typing are all DOS based Nintendo games. Oh, interesting. And they're all on my desk. If you have a DOS computer, we can play them. Uh, I'll look. But, you don't think I do. <laughs> three and a quarter inch floppy. But Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, I've actually yep. never played yep. a Luigi's Mansion, but it sounds like this is the one for me to play. Yeah, I would say so. It's okay. so beautiful looking. Um, I was hmm. playing it a lot at work, of course, and um, someone walking by my desk mentioned that like seeing Luigi's Mansion, it was a reminder of how nice games can look on the Switch when they're like first party and built directly for Switch. You mm. know, obviously Switch is kind of infamous for like ports that don't look quite as polished, but this game looks looks absolutely beautiful. It has a lot of like these nice little cinematic moments. So it feels very like cartoonish storybook. It's, it's very playful of a narrative. Uh, Luigi's always, in my opinion, had a little bit more character of the two Mario brothers. Cause mm. like Mario's thing is just like, he's Mario and he's great. And he's like excellent at jumping around and saving the day. And Luigi's, he's Luigi's a bashful. Mm, is he? I think so. I don't sometimes know. Mario's like, bashful? That's yeah. how you describe him? Yeah, he seems yeah. pretty outgoing. I think sometimes yeah. when the princess is talking to them, he's like, ho, 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 ho. Oh. <laughs> well, well, that's gets, more like a, like a, that's more of like a, like he's a hot flirty. and bothered. Yeah. yeah, he gets I hot and bothered. I think he's bashful. Hmm. I think he's a little flirty, and I think yeah. that's what that is. Maybe. He's, he's playing it up. He's What's like, oh, Luigi's you know. role in that? He's like, mama mia. Oh, and that, I, I don't know. <laughs> Though, uh, in the hotel, um, and this is only like spoilers for the opening cutscene, um, it's, you know, all of them going on vacation, so it's Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, um, and like three toads, I think. So there's like several mm. toads there mm. and they all have their own room. They shall in remain like, nameless. Ex- yes, <laughs> the toads. Um, and, Mar- and Mario and Peach have separate rooms. Now, I don't know if that was just like a hotel accommodation thing, but like- I think that's their they're setup, all friends. right? I don't yeah. think just friends. Yeah. I just, all, look, does, does mm. Luigi get like a ghost girlfriend? No, but he has a ghost dog that's and you cool. can pet the dog. 
So confirmed. Tell me if this is a spoiler, but do all the others go missing and Luigi has to? I would say it's not a spoiler. It's pretty much how um, every you know it, been. it's pretty much every setup. Yeah, okay. you know, Luigi gets duped into oh, I want a mansion. I got a vacation. Like he's always kind of falling for these little traps. Oh, that old sucker. Um, you know, King Boo is back. So when he's always like the the evil mastermind behind everything. So all your friends get trapped into portraits, and King Boo wants to trap Luigi also into a portrait. He saved a special portrait just for him. Um, you run away and that's kind of the opening of the game. Uh, wait, wait, so you go into paintings like in Mario 64? You don't go into paintings. You're just trying to retrieve your friends from a painting. They're like uh. trapped beneath like a magical kind of thing. So they're in there and you have to like use your dark light, uh, which is back in this game, okay. to reveal them. It's kind of like that. the dark light's what you use to interact with objects to kind of reveal mysteries and secrets. Um, one thing I really love about this game that I think a lot of people that are fans of the franchise are going to enjoy is it's no longer hyper linear. So uh, a lot of criticism with Dark Moon is that it was level based. So you had multiple mansions, but it was like this mansion. Here's your score. Here's like the time. And it kind of ended and you could go back, but it did feel kind of like stiffer to have to adventure that way um here it's obviously gated by like you need to get the elevator button to go to the next place you know it's not just like open world and you can go wherever but you can seamlessly go between floors take the elevator it feels very much like you are traveling and experiencing this hotel um and i love the creativity it's not a mansion it is not a mansion um i did ask the nintendo reps about advertising i'm like Mm -hmm. why is it called luigi's mansion 3 if he is not in a mansion and they said that's just the name of the franchise so Yes. I thought they said, uh, how did you find us at this bar? (laughs) (laughs) Boilerplate PR answer. Um, So who knows where Luigi will go next? But yeah, the levels get really creative. They start off very, um, without giving too much away, they start off very like what you'd expect for a hotel. So like the main room, the guest rooms, you know, the like some shops, a restaurant. And then it gets like really strange. Like at one point you're like in a pyramid environment. At one point you're in like a gardeny area. That sounds so much better than the, the spooky mm-hmm. house trappings of the previous games. Yeah, I think absolutely. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I think it opens it up for a lot more creativity. Um, one other big thing that I really enjoyed about this game and, you know, Sam, maybe this will help you enjoy the franchise more because I know you're always like, Luigi's Mansion's a little bit boring. Uh, typically the combat He is, always says that. Yes. Uh, I know you guys are sick of me talking about Luigi's Mansion every day, but you guys sit the closest to me. If you didn't, yes. If you didn't know, Sam is not a fan of Luigi's Mansion games. He thinks they're they're boring, and the combat is usually very slow. It's like stun a ghost, suck it up, and it takes a long time. You're very weak, and there's all these other ghosts around you that hit you while you're doing it. So it can be kind of frustrating. Those of you who played the first and second game but here you have like a suction shot to attack you have a blast that kind of like pushes enemies away and um what i love the most is you have a slam ability Mm. you can stun a ghost vacuum it up and slam that ghost into another ghost you can even slam it into like glass cases and break things you can kind of destroy a lot of the environment so people that like exploring and messing around with everything and trying to figure out Hmm, I wonder what I can get away with. Like I've, I've played through this game um, one time to 100% completion, and then I'm going kind of like through a second-ish playthrough as I uh, write the guide, and I keep experimenting with things and like discovering new stuff I can do. Like there's this one boss where traditionally you like pull it off with like a suction shot to like move his. Um, he has like kind of a little shield, and I'm like, I wonder if I take that pumpkin in the corner if I can just shoot the pumpkin at him, and you can. Like you can pick up like weird stuff in your vacuum, like a chainsaw, like, um, like a, like a bucket. Is it fast enough that Sounds combat like ghost was, abuse. feels cool though? Like I feel yeah. like Luigi's always like kind of 
slowly moving in that game. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty quick. Um, and then especially uh, another big thing with this game is you can play almost the entire game um, co-op with Goigi. So you can have two mm. players on screen, which also makes that go a lot faster. Are you um, a fan of Goigi? I am a big fan of Goigi. Pro-Goigi. I'm pro-Goigi. Do you like Goigi more than Luigi? No, because without mm. Luigi, there would be no Goigi. Do you like Goigi no. more than Mario? Do I like Luigi more than Mario? Um, no, because yeah. I still like Mario's games. Well, more. we've ranked the, uh, That's the Mario official related ranking. brothers. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I think the next Luigi's Mansion needs to be in space. And I think it could be Luigi's Mansion Galaxy or just Luigi's <laughs> Galaxy. I, know, I was waiting for them, like spoilers, you don't go to space. I was waiting for them to go to space because the, it, really? kept, it kept getting amazing. Yeah, because it kept getting crazier and crazier. I'm like, where are we going to go next? Yeah. What's the next thing I'm going to see? But yeah, I really love this game. A lot of the traditional trappings are there if you're a fan of the franchise, but there's also some things to like make it feel a little bit fresher and faster if you're someone that either never played these games or played them before, but they didn't really like connect with you. I think this is definitely a good time to check it out. Is it the best well, Nintendo game this year? Um, I mean, no, Nintendo's having a great other... year. Mario Maker 2, oh, Link's Mario Awakening, 2, yeah. Fire Emblem. Mm. I'll take Mario Maker 2 off that list. Uh, didn't play Fire Emblem. you take it off the list? I would take it on that list. Like, that's the one I would pick. Okay, gotcha. Uh, um, okay. I didn't play Fire Emblem, and um, what was the other? Link's Awakening, it's fine. Like Fine. It's fine. All right. All it right. also came out like a really long time ago. I feel like I, I one. Um, this is kind of like a Wait, weird Link's thing. Awakening? I know you guys just had oh, the, the original. I know like, we just I, had I, like, um, like two weeks ago the remake conversation. Whether or not they're good, you know that you guys had that they conversation earlier. Yeah, I think they are good. <laughs> We've solved that <laughs> exactly. But I also like. Uh, for me, I like to think of the year in like what game design stuff came out this year that's brand new rather than like, mm -hmm. okay, rehashed an idea that you had like in the 90s. It's really cool. It's great that you did that. But like when yeah, I think I'm of upset that I keep on saying Resident Evil 2 is the best game this year. When I think of what's the best <laughs> of the year, I try to think of like so what game design innovation has come out in this year. Mm -hmm. That's so, fair. Yeah, she but keeps bringing this up awesome. whenever we talk about Resident Evil 2. <laughs> yes. Well, we're not going to. Game of the year, in her opinion, should not be a remake. Right? That's valid. Let's let's save let's table that discussion for a later date. No, no, we're having it. When we're talking about game of the year, <laughs> uh, I want to check out Luigi's Mansion Three. Hopefully, I can finish it all uh, tomorrow night because I can't play. And once it's, the clock strikes you'll, you'll November first, yeah. I'm only playing Thanksgiving game. It's about <laughs> it's about fifteen hours to What's finish it, so you're going to have to really. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, you know it's more it's hard just pick just one. Super Smash Bros. <laughs> Melee, it's my favorite uh, game. It's a time it's time. You to play spooky games, but I, I have a, a big question for you guys. Mm. Have you ever actually seriously been scared by a game? 100%. Yes. Wow. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I don't think I have, but what game? Uh, Slender, like the, mm. the, okay, the so cheap, like PC one. That's like, the still first one that came me. out. Uh, so I've, I, not, I've never played that. I know that scares people. It's terrifying. I'd have like people come over and like we were, we do like a Halo Land party, and I'm like, mm. all right, guys, party's wrapping up. Let's all play Slender. And well, but the party was wrapping up. It was still Slender. scary with a bunch of your friends there. It's terrifying. Can you set up what Slender is? Because I actually didn't even yeah, know about without, this game until I was in college and played it for the first time. And I was well, like, Whoa. so this game, like, there's like pretty much no story. It's just like you're just in the woods, and the only thing you hear is like from your walking. You have a flashlight, but if you run, your flashlight goes down. Mm. That's terrifying. And then you, so so it's just fine. It's just quiet. It's just. And then you see eventually find a page. And when you click on it, it'll be like a page and it'll be like a skinny, you know, like a stick figure. And then you hear boom, boom, like a gong. And then, and, so, and then you just, you just hear that. And, it, and then eventually uh, every so often you'll, you may see him out there and it's, uh, so is he scary. indeed a slender man? How do you beat the game? Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> is I, it never, I don't know what the point is. What's the point, what's the point like, of this game? I, well, it's so it's Slenderman. It, it's to get all eight pages. Okay. But I, I think you'll probably get caught before you can do it. I'm sure some people can do it. Right, right. What's okay. on the pages again? Is it like a hint to the murders that no, took place? Yeah, yeah it's like uh, in that one, which is like. Are the like, pages just really mean stuff? No, no. It's like, it's like. You're He's in the woods. Oh, okay. It's like scratch writing, yeah, or, from or it's people. like a picture of him. Right. Yeah, it's it's like from that, people like, that have encountered, insane, but they like man. drew something. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's that, super scary. Yeah. Then it was like then they like remade it, and it was like Slender Man: The Eight Pages, and like that one you can sprint, and it's just like a remake, but it's it's not mm. as good. Play the original right. Slender; it's terrifying. Well, okay. It's <laughs> not called Slender Man. Damn it, he's up. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I really enjoyed your audio effects. Like I was very immersed in that wow. story. Right, it was good. Thank you. Yeah, but I I don't understand if you've done that so many times before. Why was it spooky the second I, time? I, let I would alone be, the other. I'd times. be interested to know if it was still spooky. I got to try mm-hmm. it. I, I this was back when I was like you know just dra- graduated high school and stuff like it's that. It's definitely a game you have to play like with all the lights off. Oh the yeah. Close oh to the yeah. Screen. That's what we would do. I think part of like, and, and for me, I totally was scared, even though I, I played near friends and I, and, and it's like exciting near because <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, you know, next no, friends. <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, you know, someone will scream and then you'll kind of freak out too. Like it's definitely like, well, so you you going? this one, <laughs> no, I'm out of here. the old one. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the original, the original one. You have to, okay. Yes. That's the one you've played. Yes. Yeah. It's so you can back me up. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. Even though it's crazy. Cause it's so low, Oof. low graphically that you would think it yeah, would be yeah, scary. Yeah. The graphics are like real old and, but it's, uh, spooky. Yes. Scariest game I've ever played. Okay. All right. Wait, did we hear a scary game from Janet that wasn't Slenderman? Uh, No. Scary games. um, A game that actually scared you. Resident Evil 7 was pretty scary. Um, So the last Resident Evil game that came out. I don't actually play a lot of horror games. Mm. Um, I think that was actually probably the first one I played in its entirety. Uh, I did a weird thing. Um, I don't know if anyone else out there listening does this, but sometimes I will co-op a single player game. So I'll just pass the controller back and forth and like share the save file. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, we're kind of playing it together. Um, It's especially good for like longer games or even just like a game like Resident Evil 7 where it's not terribly long, but like we knocked that out in about like a day and a half. Uh, Mm. It was a red box rental. So you only have a day and a half. We only had that day. (laughs) I'm like, you got to finish it now. Um, So we were just like beaming through that. And it was, uh, there's just a lot of horrifying things in that game. Like I remember being really, um, I think the scariest part of that game for me was probably like the most jump scare heavy section where you're like walking around looking for, um, I forgot the character's name, but the mother of like that family sure. mm-hmm. and she'll just like jump up. And if she sees you, it's pretty much like yeah. game over for that section. Yeah. Um, that was just horrifying. And she chases you around that dining room for a long time. Yeah. And um, I, hate that part. I was also pretty scared at like one of the earlier scenes where um, you're being chased by the dad and like and followed by the wall. Yes. Mm. And um, I, I loved playing that game too because once again I didn't really play horror before that even because I'm just not that into horror. Have you games. played Bioshock? I have not played Bioshock. Okay. I played a little bit of it, um, and then I just like stopped and didn't finish it. Um, it has a lot of like that opening scene with like the baby silhouette that was really scary. Um, but with Resident Evil Seven, like I remember, like I had this distinct moment with my friend where we were running from uh, the dad of that family. We ran into the bathroom, and then we're like, okay, I hope he doesn't if he just passes us, we're good. And he, but we like, didn't have any other place to go. So we like hid behind the door of the bathroom and he opened the bathroom, but you know, you can't see someone cause we were behind the door he opened and I'm like, okay, it's going to be fine. And then he just literally turned and like looked exactly where we were. And we had like no place to go. And you have like no weapons uh, in that game, especially early on. You don't have like anything really to defend yourself. Um, and I think that's like a great mark of like true horror and being afraid and like, and just having to feel powerless. Um, sure. Yeah. 
I like the game a lot. And I played it, you know, with the lights off and like a big TV. I heard, I heard great Mark and I zoned out. Okay. Well, uh, I loved Resident Evil 4 or uh, 7, but I, don't, I wouldn't say it would, like scared me like in the way that there's been a few movies I've seen in my life mm-hmm. that actually scare me where like long time after uh, the movie, I'm, I'm still like thinking about it and it's creeping me out mm-hmm. at night and like I'm having trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like no game I, I don't think has ever had that effect on me. Mm. Have you at least jumped while playing a game? Yeah, yeah, sure. That, that'll happen. What was the last like time that, you jumped at a game? I don't know. Maybe Resident Evil 7. Maybe Resident Evil 2. Mm. Yeah, that's spooky. Uh, paranormal what, Activity. Was, mm. And also Ghost. You hate Ghost, right? It's too scary. The movie Ghost. The movie Ghost. Yep. And it's mostly just because I had a really terrible experience with pottery <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> uh, so there are spooky games. And then with this sort of a rise in games as a service in recent years that mm. um, provides opportunities for games that aren't Usually that's spooky to have spooky events. Yeah. Through Halloween-themed events, yeah. timed events. Borderlands is doing one. Borderlands is doing a big one that lasts into December. Ooh. I know. Amanda's like, oh, yeah. we're not going to be here this weekend. And, and by next weekend, like the, the uh, Halloween will be over. I was like, no, it's yeah. going to December? Yeah. <laughs> now, I've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas, but from what I understand from going on the completely ruined Haunted Mansion ride to Disneyland last time I was on it. Mm-hmm. The uh, ride is ruined? Because they add all this... Dumb Nightmare Before Christmas stuff to it, gotcha. and that ride's Maybe perfect it already. Be ruined if you'd seen the movie. Well, from what I understand, it really connects Halloween to Christmas, and so maybe it's it sure the movie does. does. Yeah, there's some kind of like it's, arc in in spookiness that has been accepted in popular. It's culture. hard to know whether you should watch that movie at Halloween time or Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, it could be either. I mean, I think, really I think it had a lot to do with ticket sales. Yeah, you should probably just split the difference and watch it at Thanksgiving. That's the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving movie. movie. You think if I saw that movie, I still I would like the ride better? Is that what you're saying? Well, I think it, you would appreciate you would, you what the ride was trying more, to do. I more. guess. Sure. Have you guys been on the ride? I have not. No. They just put a bunch of toys to Disneyland in it that are from that, uh, that dumb movie. <laughs> the movie's great. Uh, Slender Man. Let's. Uh, so I, I've collected a bunch of the Halloween uh, events that are going on in live service games right now. Apex Legends is having the Fight or Fright collection event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyone check this one out? Nope. Uh, this one runs from October 15th to November 5th, and uh, it adds a limited time mode called Shadowfall, featuring a nighttime version of the King's Canyon map. You know what happens in this, in this mode, Mark? What's that? It's pretty clever. Uh, now, th- 35 players in this mode, and then when you die, you respawn as an undead version of your legend, and you join the Shadow Squad. That sounds terrifying. And you lose your weapons and abilities, but you have a powerful melee attack, and you're really fast. Sounds like I'd rather just die right away. That's what I'm saying. Play as the that sounds more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think yeah. the melee attack is a jump kick? <laughs> <laughs> Probably like a spin, a spinning yeah, oh, jump yeah. kick. <laughs> the constant spin. <laughs> Double dragon <laughs> spell. Uh, <clears throat> during the uh, Fight or Fright collection event, that you'll also be uh, able to earn some free cosmetics, including two legendary weapon skins, and this is all part of Season 3 that just started. That runs until February, and they added a new legend named Crypto. New weapon called the Charge Rifle and the new map, World's End. That's all going on in Apex Legends right now. And uh, EA just released their financial uh, earnings uh, yesterday, I believe. And uh, Apex Legends and their other live service games are doing super well for Mm -hmm. EA. And uh, so well, in fact, they said they're going to double down on their games as a service. Do you think that, okay, but as the Mm. games as services. So, I mean, I I think what we're excited for is another Titanfall campaign. Yeah. And I think this does yeah. make except it more likely. That, I, I don't think it makes it less likely. But. Except, you know, Respawn will be uh, delivering uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order yeah. next month, which yeah. is looking really, really good. That has mm-hmm. giant robot mm-hmm. things you can control that's in true. it. Yeah, that's true. Um, they also announced that there's going to be no Battlefield next year, which is a little bit surprising because uh, usually there's been a Battlefield every two years mm-hmm. for quite some time. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's no battle anything because then it was like Battlefront and yeah. Battlefield. And, well, and the cadence, year, I think, would make, make sense for Battlefront to be out. Yeah, we don't. Year. Yeah, sure. It's possible they could have a Battlefront for next year. Oh, yeah. They, they didn't just but have then, that. Yeah. yeah. But there wasn't, you know, a Battlefront this year. Interesting. But I don't think people we'll are as excited for Battlefield. And it's not for, like, you know, necessarily lack of quality. I know people that like Battlefield have, like, said, those games are good. We have never mm-hmm. given them bad scores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the hype is gone. I don't know if they can't nail the setting or if there's been some, you know, issues with keeping the community. Yeah. yeah maybe it's this weird, gap will I, help kind of like build true. up that excitement, you know, yeah. Yeah, having it away for a little bit. Maybe that's just what that uh, series needs. Yeah. Uh, all right. Destiny 2 is having the Festival of the Lost that runs until November 19th. This is where guardians wear masks and head to the haunted forest. I checked in with Destin about this. You have 15 minutes to defeat <laughs> terrors and collect both candy and chocolate coins. And then you turn them in for lost rewards. All right. Then over in World of Warcraft Classic and yes. Modern, they have Hallow's End. You've played this? Uh, oh, yeah. So I've played Hallow's World of Warcraft for eight years, and I, I, I love the holidays in those games because yeah. you can go trick-or-treat and do stuff, and I loved it. There's a Headless Horseman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there sure is. You can get his mount, all that fun stuff. What's in, the mount? It's, a horseless headman? <laughs> but, it, but it's a horse that, when they introduce flying mounts, it's a horse that you can ride, but then... Fly up into the air. Oh, Super cool. cool. Yeah, flying mounts. Cool. Yeah. Overwatch has Halloween Terror, where you can uh, earn uh, Halloween-themed skins and in-game rewards. Final Fantasy XIV celebrates All Saints Wake. That's the Final Fantasy mm-hmm. world's version of Halloween. And you can win a pumpkin carriage outdoor furnishing, Mark. That sounds You believe cool. that? That sounds great. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Never. Uh, Hearthstone has the Doom of the uh, Tomb. I have a event. question real quick. Yeah. Have you ever played an MMO? No. MMO. Neither have I. Never? It I've never played like an MMO. So much oh. of a time sink. Oh, it is. Yeah, 100 is. When World of Warcraft Classic came out, I was like, I'm gonna play this, and it took like an hour to get to level three, and I was like, I'm not gonna play this. Maybe we should pick an MMO every year and just play the Halloween stuff. Works for me. <laughs> like we're gonna start <laughs> and play. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It would make so much sense. Do you remember the um, Star Wars <laughs> MMO, the one before Old Republic? Oh yeah. Wait, uh, the ga- galaxies? galaxies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't I, remember it the, the because I've never seen it or played like, it or know anything about it. But everyone I remember the gathering it, to watch know? the servers get shit off. They did this whole like that's live so sad. show and everyone gathered because oh, it's yeah. like this whole spectacle. And then that seems yeah. so sad. Just kind of most shutdowns are really interesting. Though. No. Hearthstone has the Doom in the Tomb uh, event, which <laughs> if I try to talk about it, Sam will lose his mind yeah. and shut me down. Well, I don't think anybody here wants to hear about card games today. Well, Rocket League. You had. lost your card game allies, Damon. <laughs> I only You're had outnumbered. One. I only had one card game ally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Tina's opinion on card games are. Um, I can get Tom Marks in here to talk about card games. No, Rocket League. Can't. Rocket League has Haunted Hallows. Have you, have you checked this one out, Mark? Nope. I just I thought you liked Rocket League. I love it. Well, I, I haven't jumped in as of late. Haunted How's Hallows. The they partner with Stranger Things for an upside down version of the Farmstead See, map. here's, here's cool. where yeah. you've lost me because I watched Wha- the first two episodes of Stranger Things and I was bored out of my What? Mind. And I couldn't bear wow. it anymore. Season one. kids don't understand Stranger Things. Season one, good. Season two, bad. Season three, too boring to even get into. Wow. <laughs> you, you, you just right. cemented the fact that I will never go back and watch that now. Really? Pokemon Go. Well, hold on. I will not stand by you saying something that negative about Stranger Things and then uh-huh. lauding Rocket League. <laughs> Rocket the game is the worst. <laughs> oh, you hate Rocket League? It's poorly controlled soccer. I, and I don't it like too. Poorly, poorly I don't like poor controls or soccer. It's yeah. crazy because I was thinking. Yeah, it's I'm like, like, how can I make soccer worse? Oh, I'll it, get in a car. It's so not critically have poor acclaimed. Controls. Well, what was crazy? Oh, I controls hate. are all intentional. Oh, 
I know it's intentional, but I don't think it's well designed. Um, oh. No offense. Do the people it's that like it? It's terrible. Like, yeah, like I like car- I'm like cars. Good. Soccer. Good. Yeah, Rocket League. Not I know good. you're on board with. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was no. strange. I didn't know where you were going. Strange. No. Good. Things. Good. Stranger <laughs> Things. Not great. All right. That was a good try. <laughs> I would rather watch Stranger Things than play Rocket League. Uh, I. <laughs> Pokemon Go will allow you to catch the original four starters in cute costumes. And finally, Borderlands 3 is doing the Bloody Harvest event, which goes into December, early December. <laughs> You'll be playing that forever. Apparently, there's no Christmas event unless it starts the day after that ends. Who this knows? There probably is a Christmas event in it's Borderlands 3. Yeah. Non-denominational holiday event. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's uh, move on to Are another. gloves getting sweaty? Yeah, it is a little sweaty in my gloves. Yeah. I was thinking about taking one off so I can do this. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com gamescoop. One in five Americans has learned a new language on their bucket list, or life backlog, if you will. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Upgrade your personal skill set in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Its tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I have a trip to Mexico coming up, so I've been using Babbel to brush up on my Spanish. The courses are short and sweet, so I can do one whenever I have a few minutes to spare. And the words and phrases it teaches you are designed for practical, real-world use, like ordering at a restaurant or asking for directions. Babbel can even provide you feedback on your pronunciation with its speech recognition tech. And it's not just for Spanish. Babbel includes 14 different language courses, each backed by a 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for Scoop Nation. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, only for our listeners, at babbel.com gamescoop. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com gamescoop, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com gamescoop. Rules and restrictions may apply. Paperboy. Yeah. Um, Turn down a little bit. The proper way to remove a glove of the empire is to pull off one finger. (laughs) I hate uh, that so much. Also, how would you know that, Sam? It's from the Star Wars. Are you with? I've seen a lot of Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does get a little, a little warm in these gloves. But I'm dedicated to it. Uh, All right, let's... Oh, the mouse actually still works while I wear the gloves. Oh, there you go. Whoa, those are those new fancy gloves that can probably use an iPhone. These gloves are not fancy. Uh, (laughs) Ghost Recon Breakpoint, if you remember last week or the week before that. Man, yeah. yeah, That was a spooky game. Uh, That game was not received well, and uh, Ubisoft even 
fully admitted it on uh, yeah. on their financial call. They missed out on some haunted jokes. Eve Guimau said himself, uh, "The game has been strongly rejected by a significant portion of the community." So, there's people that made that game, and mm-hmm. like I don't, we you know editorially try to never say negative things about people that make games, but we mm-hmm. can talk about how the games are bad and stuff like that. Mm. But like, if I was you know the head of a company. And those people made a game. I'd at least also mention, like, we, you know, we're really proud of this game, but proud of the work that our it team didn't did. work out. Instead of saying, like, the like, community Oop. hates this game. <laughs> well, that was harsh. But yeah. did you see the news today? They're they're gonna they're gonna just like completely overhaul the game and they're try gonna make, to they're gonna make it radical. Try to make it into something that people like. They're gonna try No Man's well, Sky. It. The team posted a blog post. Seventy six. I mean, yeah. Well, Fallout seventy six did not great work out for Fallout seventy six. Jenny, you're very good at recapping what I said last week on GameScoop. Yeah. I really appreciate it. <laughs> she watched the episode. She just couldn't hear Tina. The, 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 the thing that you don't know is that Janet uses this against me more than 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 uh, supporting. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's like, well, one time you said this, and you're like, you're probably right, Janet. I like it. So the Ghost yeah, Recon, so. Recon Breakpoint dev team posted a blog post that said, we are aware that some of the design choices made have caused polarized reactions and discussions regarding the direction taken by the Ghost Recon franchise. We are working on a more radical and immersive version of Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Radical. You bring that skate or die music for the right? radical part? <laughs> skate or die. Die, 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 die. Isn't that crazy? Like They're basically saying... They're thanks, turning into a snowboarding game. Thanks for buying our game. Sorry you didn't like it. We're going to turn it into something different sometime down the road. That's You know, they said that, that war games aren't selling anymore. Said he wanted something spooky. Something radical. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like, this is it's a strange it just, times where you can release a game. Yeah. It's poorly received, so they're like, "Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna change it into something else that hopefully well, like, like. we know that Ubisoft is like better than other people at like sharing assets across a bunch of studios yeah. and making mm-hmm. sure that mm-hmm. they can like you know turn out games a little bit faster than people that are of uh, generally really high quality. So I bet like you know they're this is a good thing because the team gets to keep working on you know the project sure. and then they get yeah. to you know maybe not start from scratch. I think that's pretty interesting, but like but I don't so know where what, they're gonna go with this. Like, no Man's Sky. <laughs> I just noticed. Right. It's like You're, No Man's Sky is. What are you guys laughing at? Nothing. Nothing. What Continue. Happened? Nothing. Please check out the show on YouTube. If nothing you're not, happened. Are you watching it? <laughs> you literally flipped your wig over this wow. news. That's good. Yeah. So up in arms. Yeah. Just recon news. I mean, that was pretty radical. That was pretty radical. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Hopefully that'll stay. Said he wanted something spooky. Guys, right. it's a wig. <laughs> it wasn't <gasps> just my hair. <laughs> I thought you dyed your hair blue. I'm sorry to let you down. Hmm. Anyways. Literally no point in me even finishing that sentence. I have a question. <gasps> is, is your wig specifically that wig? No. Okay, it's just no. no, no so which is really Let impressive. me tell you the story. Well, I, no, that's no, not, no, we're no, not explaining no, no, costumes. No, no, don't want to hear the story. If anybody ever explains <laughs> their costume to you just unprompted, don't trust them. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, um, then no. Were you saying something about Ghost Recon, or can we move on? It's fine. Okay. I was saying something about Ghost Recon, but then my wig fell off, and it just would, created <laughs> the biggest distraction, and who cares anymore? I wasn't going to say anything, but then everyone else started laughing. It was like kids in class. <laughs> no. I'm like, well, now we have to acknowledge it. And I was like, on. why is everyone laughing? Um, but you're laughing but, at me. With Ghost tell. Recon, yeah, it is crazy that we live in a time where you can so heavily patch a game that it is almost a new game. It reminds yeah. me of that, that that classic thing of like if you take all the parts of a chair and make a new chair, is it still the same chair? 
Um, obviously, with Ghost Recon, I'm sure it's like core identity will still remain intact. But like, if so many of the trappings are different, it's kind of it's just like a weird situation. It is weird. I think, especially in terms of like critical discussion, and it's it's unfortunate that like you know, and we do re-reviews here at IGN. Um, I think you know, I'm sure we're not the only outlet that that does that from time to time. But it's it's hard because that area is always murky. Like, when do we do it? Should we do it? Does it matter yeah. at this point? Does the audience care at this point? Um, and I think that's really unfortunate for like the idea of you know, the team going back and making it better. Like, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but it sucks that we don't really have like the way discussion moves in games. Like it's always moving forward. So it's kind of like, will we even be around to like appreciate and really fully discuss this game when it does, you know, reach its, its end or have its refresh. What if the examples that you mentioned of uh, no man's sky Mm -hmm. and fallout are like success stories in some respect. And people are seeing that as like, Oh, because this worked for no man's sky. And I don't know if it mm-hmm. did or not. Maybe I think we did. should do this. No Man's Sky worked. Fallout's, uh, yeah. yeah well, I mean, <laughs> I, I think there's like shorter term examples of this. Like, I mean, Destiny 2 is kind of an example of that where mm-hmm. like it didn't mm-hmm. grab people and now it is. So like I think the sticking and also like Ubisoft famously has the games like For Honor, which just like mm-hmm. started at one size and got bigger and bigger and bigger and, yeah. and Rainbow Six. The first division. So it's like they clearly mm-hmm. see that like <clears throat> there's some like cost analysis here that, you know, the audience will stick through it. It'll cost us less money than starting from scratch and like this will work. But I don't know if we should be like as an audience excited or reinforcing that or it's like a whole new new world to see games being having such a long lifespan. Yeah. yeah. Also, Strange. is it the same chair? You never answer that. Um, I've never heard that about a chair. I've heard it about a car. But I guess, I mean, it all works, right? First thing I thought That's was not the chair point. and robot. And I'm like, robot's way less common than chair. Uh, is it the <laughs> same chair? <sighs> yes. Cool. So uh, I agree with you. And then uh, it, is the I, serial I, number still on the chair? That reminded <laughs> that's, me that's in, in Japan, there's there's temples that are, you know, 1100 years old. Mm-hmm. And then every part of that has been replaced because they just it's made out of wood. Mm-hmm. They just refresh mm-hmm. those. But they, you know, are in the same place. They mm-hmm. look exactly the same and they've been identical. But like every single thing's been removed or replaced in it. Hmm. You know where that happens also? In, in a Star Trek uh, uh, transporter? Yeah. Like the atoms mm-hmm. that are reassembled, mm-hmm. people are not the atoms that they're that were them originally. It's oh, new atoms. Right. Now that's it's getting right. really yeah. spooky. Yeah. So it's like it, so what it's like it does is it takes a snap existing. image of you and your neurons and everything, and it says like this and is breaks you thing. down. And yeah, and then, that sounds and painful. Then, and then just you just reappear as like some reassembly. Well, so then the other person's now dead. Yeah, they're just vaporized. Well, that's what's going on with Ghost Recon. Um, yeah, yes. <laughs> that's true. That so, is replace every and, and, piece and of I, Ghost Recon. And please correct me if I'm wrong about this, because I, I, all I'm thinking about is episodes where there's horrible transporter issues. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true that they never duplicate people that way. Have you seen the movie? No, no, they don't go into it that deeply. Hmm. Now, now I have questions. More questions than answers. I think this is Should watch now a separate podcast. <laughs> Prestige is like that. David Cronenberg's The Fly. Yeah, that's true too. To see how things can go. Very badly when you try to teleport something. Mm-hmm. Organic tissue. Let's move on and talk about some next-gen stuff. We are just about a year away from PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. And just to be safe. Was that Castlevania? Yes. That, but which one? Uh, I was going to say three. It is three. Because one, I know the music for, for better, but I can always hear after that, that dee 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Because it counts down your life sure. card yeah. and everything. Yeah. I just hear That's that. That's not part of the music track, yeah. but yeah. Uh, just to be safe, Sony has gone ahead and trademarked PlayStations <laughs> 6 through 10. <laughs> yeah. So those are locked up. I think that's a really cute story. I mean, first of all, they don't, they could call the next PlayStation whatever they want to call it. But um, mm-hmm. I but, just think it's neat that, like, you know, they've stuck, they're sticking with this numbering system because there hasn't been a system that's really done that. 
Yeah, it's true. Like well, every they, other system has sort of. They won't always want to rebrand yeah. and make it cool and, and different. And like sometimes that really doesn't work. Hmm. But I don't know. Like they, they seem to, it seemed to have worked for the PS4 because isn't it like the highest selling yeah. system? Again, it's like, now, it's just like, number, past, like it'll never Wii. pass PS2. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but it's Wii. like should have passed Wii. If not, you know, it's sometimes in the near future. Yeah. I, I always get scared. I like hold my breath. Like it's <clears> like, you know, PS5 is coming out next year and you're just like, just be called PlayStation 5. It, it is. is. And then it gets they called PlayStation yeah. 5, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But they could always change it. They, it might just be like a just in case. But this isn't the first time they've done it. I, th- I think when they made PS2, mm-hmm. they trademarked up to PS5. Yeah. Like back in early 2000. Yeah. One thing that's happening to me now is that I write PS5 already mm. instead of writing PS4 when I make Ew. PS4 all mm. the time. Hmm. It's like when the years so change and you like mess up the years for the first like month of yeah. January. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sam's um, living in the future. <laughs> yeah, always. One thing that really excites me about this news is the idea that they're, because it's trademarked from PS6 to 9, right? No, through 10. Through 10. Yeah. Um, it, Double digits. Grab it like right makes, now. PSX. It makes it seem that like, you know, Sony's going to be in the console game for that long. Like, you know, the, with times changing um, in like Google Stadia and streaming and games mm-hmm. as a service, like, and even just like seeing stuff like Xbox Sad, like the Xbox S all digital edition. Yeah. Um, you know, these pushes towards maybe like changing how we consume games, how we buy games and, and what like the gen even is with like switch coming out and kind of like jumping the gen or what gen is it in? Um, it like kind of calls into question, like whether or not, like how long will we have consoles for? Like mm-hmm. is, are we going to have consoles like three, four, five years from now? Like how many more gens do we have left? Will these companies, especially like when we think of Microsoft and Sony, like these aren't just companies that make video games. Like they do a bunch of other things and like their other aspects of their company could affect like the gaming aspect and vice versa. So um, what I really like about this news is it makes me optimistic that consoles will be here to stay and will have a future mm-hmm. and that they're at least thinking about that far ahead. Um, and if they like trademarked it once before and already we're hitting PS5, like it makes me think that maybe we'll, you know, hit PS10. Sure. I think it's really interesting that video games have settled on the controller, TV, console, like a standard. And it's been that way for so long now because 10 years ago we would have said, oh, I don't know if we're going to have consoles in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And and we said that, you know, probably five or 10 years before that too. And Mm -hmm. it's really stuck to that part of the the medium is stuck so it's stuck in time, and I, I think it's that's a heartening thing because that happens with movies too. And when we tried to go, you know, 3D for a long time, and I know 3D still around, but it's you know whatever people aren't 3D televisions are, are freaking out mm-hmm. about it. 3D televisions are a ex- good example too. Or uh, what was the when the Hobbit came out? It was at the really high frame rate. Yeah, yeah. Like, every time those get kind of push, and then people push against weird. those, and they're just like, you know what? There's something about movies where it's in 2D, and I'm in a theater, and I, it really works. I, I think it's cool when mediums kind of settle in yeah. and games are absolutely settled in a lot more than anybody thought because we always consider them like future tech and like we were part of, you know, tech journalism and stuff like that. But like they're not changing that much. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy too with, you know, games being such a new medium for them to already kind of have their foothold in terms of like what does gaming look like technologically moving forward and in, in the current era. Um, yeah. That's why I would always bet against controller disc based medium console for now like i just don't yeah. i don't it's working i love it mm-hmm. you know and, and everybody and gamers are so passionate about it you know like yep. you've seen how they've been they're pretty resistant to the whole idea of google stadium yeah you know? like yep. it's 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 almost like weird how negative it is but um yeah i don't know and maybe you know and i'm a, a big proponent for physical media like i love physical media i love gamestop i like being able to buy my games like i'm really into that and i'm not necessarily like 
for or against Google Stadia, but like the pushback I've seen just from the audience, like whenever we talk about it is like pretty surprising. Yeah. Um, and it, but I think it does come slightly from that place of like, I don't want this future to become normalized because I don't want to like let go of physical media. Hmm. Um, and I struggle a lot with that because, you know, I love stuff like Game Pass, but I also really like buying stuff physical and it's like, you know, you know, the outer worlds, like if I want to play that, I can already play it. So like, why would I buy it? But then like, maybe I should buy it cause then I'll have it physically. And then also I can maybe support the team in that way. And it kind of calls into all these other questions that yeah, I you're think definitely we're supporting them by forward. playing it on game. Pass. Yeah, for sure. It's I, not like I you're saw, not, I but saw like this like argument on Twitter where people were like, well, if you love outer worlds, you should go buy it. And it's like, mm, they see that people are playing it on game. Yeah. Pass. I think it's fine either that. way. They, and I, I don't like to, you know, project or judge people too harshly for how they decide to spend their money or how, what, mm-hmm. you know, as long as they're not like stealing anything, this is a totally acceptable way to buy it. Um, but I do think there's something cool about owning it on physical and I am less inclined to buy it on physical if I can play it for sure. free, quote unquote free. I'm sure. paying for game pass yeah. on there. So, you know, it do just kind of changes things. Do you like when people draw on money? Do I like when people draw? Money? I don't, this, I don't No, I don't really like it. It seems kind of tacky to me. Yeah. 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 Not into it. Physical money is just kind of gross. Yeah, it's it's, it's, ve- it's very strange. I finally like, I use you know <laughs> use my credit card for everything now. Yeah. That like someone hands me mm-hmm. cash and I'm like, this is weird know, now. It's like ugh. gross. Like I there's certain I know tech where my credit that I'm like been. super paranoid about for kind of no reason, but then also kind of a lot of reasons like Touch ID and like face scan yeah, and all that sure. stuff. Like that stuff kind of skews me out. And it took me forever to use like voice stuff. Like I just started using Siri like a month ago and I'm like everything's so much easier now and I like want sure. I'm just waiting for like everything to be able to take Apple Pay so that I never have to like bring my debit card anywhere but sure. we're not there yet well, but. call me old fashioned but I use bags of quarters for everything well you're, oh. that's a little, you're a little <laughs> bit unusual I just have to I have to get rid of them somehow <laughs> yeah, for all the pinball machines um, I think this is interesting that why why did they stop at 10 why yeah, not, like, I why don't know. Just, they don't do want to get to too cocky I mean you know? is that what it is yeah because yeah. uh, the first joke everyone makes is like, well, I'm going to go and register a PlayStation. I know. 11. I saw that joke so many times. Like, yeah, I made it about five minutes ago. Yeah. So I, I just, we, we learned it. But not in that same uh, way. I did a little twist on it. So if they kept, it's a if, classic if joke. these consoles you kept up to. the same cadence, the PlayStation 10, I believe, would be out in 2054. Oh, not bad. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Well, I'll see you guys then. Jeez, you won't see me. <laughs> no well, that's way. Scary. I'm falling like apart, that. man. No, his hair is falling hairs. out left and right. There's no way I'm making it. To what? <laughs> the next PlayStation will be called the PlayStation Five, and apparently, everyone after that will be a PlayStation something. What's the next Xbox called? I know. The Xbox. Isn't that crazy? Like, we just have no idea. Okay, we, I we love guessing it ideas. though. It's so fun. Yeah. yeah. What, do, were you there for that conversation where we all stuck with our? No. We all had predictions. Okay. Do you remember any of them where you were there? I said Super Xbox. Super Xbox. Ooh, I hate that. So wow. Yeah. Well, okay. You don't have to play it then. Okay. okay. Well, I'll just play I my have a theory, Xbox one. And it's dumb. I worked it out in my mind right now. Nice. Here we go. Okay. The box. Battlefield. Huh? Battlefield 1, 2, 3, 4. Yeah. Battlefield 1. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, eh. Battlefield 5. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> so this is the Xbox 4. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. They're just no. gonna. They're just gonna. They're gonna <laughs> graduate gonna from college. It's just gonna be an Xbox Four. Mm. That's but it's spelled P H O R. I think somebody suggested. I can't remember who was in this conversation. A lot more X's, like with the X's on the end, as a joke. But mm. I had a good one. I can't remember it now, Damon. I wish well, I would have researched this. If it comes to you, eh, I won't. I but was, I, I do I think get that attached to the code names. Like oh, I, I, I really yeah. wanted the One X just to be called the Scorpio, and mm. I, I like that my One X says. Project Scorpio on it. Hmm. I kind of just want this one to be called the Scarlet. I, I would love cool. for it to be called that, and I would love it to be Scarlet. Like I mm-hmm. like, I, I really remember. like that. Like Xbox consoles, like 
the more recent ones, like the Xbox One S, like that looks nice. Like it's, mm. it's, it's white, it's different. Like I can see the little designs in it because it's not just like another black box. Like so many consoles look like they could easily just be a DVD player or something. Mm. Like there's not a lot of personality to them. And I really the like PS4 having, slim. yeah, the, basically I hate the PS4 player. slim. It's like, it didn't need to be thinner. Like it was already really thin. So the PS4 slim looks like super ugly to me because it's mm. too thin. Um, yeah, the PS4, I don't like it. It looks slanted and I never know where the power and eject button is, even though I have one at my desk and use it all the time. It's tough. Sam, you remember yours? Xbox zero, by the way. Xbox live. That's that's actually, I mean, that's actually a great, great. It could be. Yeah. Because like, it's really great. They're going to really tie in the the streaminess and stuff. That's the, oh yeah. And and that's the the metric that's most important to them these days. And aren't they doing Mm -hmm. that thing where like this, the next Xbox that comes out, you can like get this package where, or maybe someone just on Twitter was talking about the idea of doing it, but where you can. Yeah. That's a great segue. Yep. That's exactly what we <laughs> what were What are they doing, Damon? <laughs> They're having an upgrade program. What? Yep. Yeah. And we actually got an email about this case from Indiana. He emailed us the at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com or goosecamp at IGN.com or omegacops at IGN.com. And he says, big fan of the show. I'm currently playing on a launch Xbox One, which has recently begun to have occasional frame rate issues, and the fans run very loudly, especially during newer games. Looking at you, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Now they're only a year away from the next console launch, would you suggest holding off on an upgrade or looking to an Xbox One X for the next few months of game releases? And that's fitting because Microsoft just announced this week with its Xbox All Access program, if you buy a new Xbox, uh, you know, right now before December 31st this year, you after you pay, it's a you're, you're going to be paying a monthly payment. If it's an Xbox One X, it's like $31 a month. Yeah. After 12 months of payment, you can upgrade to the Xbox Scarlet next year. That's a crazy deal, though, because it comes with an Xbox One X and it comes with okay. Game Pass Ultimate. Not a crazy deal because it doesn't end up being that much cheaper over the long run. Mm-hmm. Well, how, 31, much is, how much is you, Game Pass? You sign up for 24 months. Yeah. $31 a month comes up to 700 some dollars. Uh, so if you consider the $400 in Xbox One X costs plus the 300 ish dollars that you would pay for $15 a month for uh, Game Pass, yeah. you end up saving like $16 at the end of it all. So it's not Xbox a crazy What are you guys going to do with those $16? 500 though? What do you do with your Xbox One, One X that you have right Well, now? so that's... that's no, you trade it in. Yeah, yeah I know, but like, what are they going to do with and it? And then you get the Scarlet. They can sell it to someone else. Used. Refurbished or something. Oh, he's going to want those. <laughs> People buy refurbished consoles. Yeah. After the new console comes out? For sure. sure that's yeah. the it's best, backwards compatible. That's the best time to yeah. buy it. Think about how cheap it's going to be. Yeah. You don't want to buy it when it's like hot. You want to buy it like right when it just became old enough to be like, this is old, but not old enough to be like, this is retro. That's when you it is going to be a strange landscape this year because everybody was like, well, maybe strange we'll hold oh, strange scape, Yeah, maybe we'll hold on to our PS3 so we could still play our PS3 games and PS3 can play PS1 games and all that jazz. But now it's just going to be like it's just going to be flooded because everyone's just going to get rid of their PS4s because they don't need them anymore because they'll have PS5. I mean, this happens because of the backwards. No, I'm talking used about to because happen- of backwards pe- compatibility. Yeah. I know. And, and what was weird about the PlayStation 3 era is that people could keep certain PlayStation 3s and then have really good access to PS1 and PS2 games. Yeah. Although not every PS3 plays PS2 Like the 60-gig one or something like that. Yeah. Was it's the only one. exquisite retro console somehow now. So mm-hmm. that was there was a reason to keep it. I mean, I still have mine. Mm. That was an interesting thing. Hmm. I wish the PS4 played all those systems. Yep. All right. Now I want to talk about the undead. Is that just the end of Castlevania 3? 
Uh, yeah, the all clear. That's you beat the so game. That's so cool. Oh, oh sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard what the end of Castlevania 3 sounds like. Audio spoilers. That's good because I wasn't going to play it. So there we go. The Undead. Games. Game franchises that just will not die. <laughs> what do you think are... Oh, I don't want to, no spoilers here. What do you think are some of the longest running game franchises? Mario. Yeah, Mario. Mario's up there. Mario's been going 37 years and is number three on this list of longest running. Wow. So who who do you think could possibly be running longer? And I want to say this is a franchise that are still receiving new releases in the series yeah. within the last couple of years. I, Asteroids. Yeah. No, that's not, I don't think that's uh, had a Space new, new release. <laughs> would you would you believe Galaxian? Yeah, that's what? 1979. Because uh oh. There's a Galaga Revenge released this year. That's cool. On, oh, weird. on mobile. Okay. Hmm. But the longest running one, what would you think is the longest running game franchise? Well, it's a little I, bit of a trick question. I, Tetris? Pong? I, no. <laughs> no, I would say Pong or, or Breakout or um, I would say Space Invaders. Or Oregon Trail. Oh, yeah. <gasps> we got a handheld version of Oregon Trail just there's, last year. There's text year. adventures from like the late 60s. That's 46 years. When did Oregon Trail <laughs> wow. come out? It has text. 46 years ago. 46. So that's, that's 1973. Crazy. And um, yeah, there was like text-based, you know, educational games that were on mainframes that were yeah. Became Morgan Trail. Yeah. If Zork was still around, that would be early. It's too. crazy yeah. how well that game ages. People like, still like playing Oregon Trail today. I had no idea it was that old when I like played it like in elementary school, well, school class. When I was but none of us played that version. This is just yeah. a text yeah. version, right? right. Just mm. But even the idea though that the that yeah, I get what you're saying. Where it's like it's yeah. not like that version is what I played as a kid, like the text version. But yeah, yeah. just the idea that that concept yeah. in that Isn't built that cool? his. To the test of time. All right, that brings us to video game 20 questions. Oh, wow. Cool. Our suggestion this week comes from John in Baltimore. And would you believe it? He provided two options. One for normal mode, one for hard mode. I don't uh, like uh, this. Uh, I don't like that this is happening. Why, you don't like that you have to choose? No, because it takes the pressure off of you choosing. And this is like your one job every week. This is my one job. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Uh, our no job is to win. We have no barometer for what hard and Look, normal is. All right, you vote. No, we do. Hard, we don't ever get. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I choose normal. <laughs> We're going to play on normal mode? I play on normal because that's, de- that's what most players would play on. That's true. So that's that's what true. That's what a critic yeah. should yeah. do. Yes. All right, we're playing on normal mode. Let the questioning begin. Was the hard game from before? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I do this all the time. Uh, you guys this, need to start asking. Did this game questions. come you out? Get the ball roll. Did this game come out after January first, nineteen ninety? No, not after. Oh no, <laughs> guys, it's fine. We're done. Right. Sam, take it away. Sam, it's a normal mode '80s questions. game. That's easy. <laughs> That's why I said Sam, take it away. Is it Oregon Trail? Uh, is this a spooky game? Yes. This is oh. a game to have great music. Mm. No. Oh. <laughs> how definitive that was. That's great. Is this based on a license? No. Ooh. Does this have monsters in it? Yes. That's five. Is it on NES? Yes. Is it a monster in the title? Yes. What? Is it Monster Party? Yes. <laughs> All right, should we do the hard one? Is that a record? Or? That's not a record. That was eight questions. What's well, a record uh, for me just only asking the questions? I, I asked the first she question. Got the ball I think you really helped. Yeah, that's definitely a Janet record. If she, if she this is said, the fact <laughs> that she's ever got a 20 question. Yeah, if she had that's said true. 2000, we would have gone down this crazy rabbit hole. She Monster Party. Have Mark and Janet 
ever heard of Monster Party? I don't think no. so. No. It has bad music. I that was any, I knew what it was when Damon said that about the NES wow. game. What's wrong with the music? I don't it's know. Just, I tried to just, play it the other day and it was just kind of dull. It's totally it's probably unremarkable. Uh, you do get to inch, inchworm in that game. <laughs> you do get to go do in that. your stomach and then you go like across like this. It's a platformer. No it's a bad platformer with monsters. Uh, published by Bandai. Do you know who de- developed it? They're no longer in business. They were called I think human entertainment. Yes, human. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I, the I point. disagree that it's a bad game. I, I actually think it's fun. Mm. I'm going to go with fun. Okay, but uh, it, wait, but is it good? Yeah, it's going to be fun and bad. That's true. I that's think true. it might be fun and bad. Okay, but it's it's like it, it's playable, and you know, well, let me just say that you fight a wishing well that shoots money at you in this game as one of the monsters. Okay, uh, you fight a, a, a fried food frequently as one of the monsters. Fried food, yeah, like, like onion like, rings. Oh, okay. The, you know legs. I, that sounds like my real life. I don't know meat terms. You know what a crazy fun fact about this game is? Considering how weird the game is, in that it was developed in Japan, published by Bandai, not released in Japan. <laughs> really? Isn't that insane? Huh. They're like uh, Americans are going to love this game. <laughs> it's like so but weird. You know what? I don't think the kids here are going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. That was crazy. Are you doing hard mode? Sure. Okay. Oh boy. Janet, take you it guys away. down. Did this game come out after? <laughs> Let's reset. Uh, all right, we're now in hard mode. I get to take this off. New, this I- is new game. Twenty questions, new game plus. Sam's getting ready. You get to keep all the uh, stuff you earned in, in the first round. Cool, nice. first playthrough. That's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, Did this game game come out after January first, nineteen ninety? Yes. Cool. Now we're on the. Warp. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ooh. Oh. Uh, the most popular version of this game did. But this, I, I, I've spoiled it. This game straddles, the release straddles the year 1990. Wow. Across multiple platforms. Did this come out on the NES? Yes. As one of the platforms? Yeah. Good. Uh, boy. Okay. Is this a spooky game? Yes. Is it based on a license? No. Did this game come out for multiple consoles? Uh, I mean... He, he, he already answered that. No. Does this have sequels? No. That's five. Okay. Standalone 90s game that was ported to the NES. Did this have a PC release? Yes. Oh, boy. Is it a platformer? That really narrows it down, actually. Is it a platformer? No. Ugh. Spooky PC game that came to the NES that's very obscure. Is it a point-and-click adventure game? Yes. Oh, I, oh, we got this. Yeah. So is it's it, the oh, the dark. one the one where you can uh, microwave the mouse or whatever. No, it's not yeah. that one because we have that th- we've had that like two times before, and that's one of Damon's favorite games. <laughs> but it I think it's this game time. called like Deadly Towers or Dark Towers or something. Deadly Towers, I think is what it's called. But we can eliminate that one if you want. What's it called? It's called uh, Maniac Mansion. Maniac Mansion. Yeah. Okay. Does this game have good music? Um, it's totally. Yeah, he loves no. the Maniac yeah. Mansion music. The music in this game is not particularly good. <laughs> okay. I think it's this point and click adventure called Deadly Tower, but I'm probably wrong about that because I just don't know the name of it. I'm never going to get it because I, I can like see this game, but I'm never going to get it. So that's okay. Um, <laughs> but we know oh, no, adventure. there's also Shadow Run, but I don't know if that's spooky. It's got Shadow I don't, I don't know how to narrow, narrow this stuff down. Uh, is Shadow Run. Oh, God. Have we mentioned this game yet? No. Okay, good. That's 10. Is it Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom? Are you guessing that? Because if you're wrong, you lose. Oh, yeah, that's true. Can't do that. Um, 
I think I might have to go with that as a joke answer because I don't think I'll be able to name the PC first-person point-and-click adventure hmm. on NES that this is because I can't picture playing it or what the box art would be. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I would. I thought it was. Me let me go into my mind palace. Keep asking questions. Okay. Hard mode. Can I go into Sam's mind palace? Ask, ask about genre and monsters and sci-fi. We already know the genre. We already point know click. it's a point-and-click adventure. No, no, no. The the of the, the spookiness. Is okay. it a Sci-fi game. Is it a horror game? Oh, okay. Okay. Like, let's see. So, uh, are there any universal monsters in the game? No. Okay. So no, you know, Dracula's okay. that kind of deal. Uh, Frankenstein monsters. So that's a really good question. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, is this a medieval set game? No. Uh, okay. Well, Sam's in his mind pals. I gotta go into my own mind pals. <laughs> it about murder? No. Jeez. I think I know what you're going after with that one, though. Okay, good. <laughs> about right, murder, like that. about a murder? That's what you mean? Yeah. No, it's not. Huh. Yeah. I am I would never get it because I don't um, know any point-and-click <clears throat> adventure games. Is this set in, like, contemporary times? Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. I think for when it was released, I think so. Huh. Yeah. So At least in, it wasn't, like, in the distant past. Point and click might have been a couple decades in the past, but yeah. <laughs> um, do we do we ask the sequel question? Yeah, yeah, yeah no it's the only game in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I feel like I'm just oh. right on the edge of this one. Oh, yeah. It's like, was this a Nintendo Power cover? Do you know? No, I, the, no it's not <clears> that just level. No way. Yeah. Okay. And that is fifteen. Said he wanted something spooky. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I is this is this zombie themed? Mm, not zombie themed, no. Okay. Mm. Can't think of a. Yeah. Uh, does this have skeletons in it? Yes. That's seventeen. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, I would go with Ghoul School, but that's a platformer, and a cool Halloween game. It's mm. terrible. It's a terrible game. Mm. Um, is the company that made this still around? No, not the developer. The developer is no longer with us. Spooky. They're the skeletons. <laughs> Man, it's got skeletons in it. You have a question and a guess. That's pretty cool. You might even say all games have skeletons in them. You might even say there's a skeleton on the box art. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But now I can't. I still can't think of the game. No idea. Now I'm just picturing a case with a skeleton on it. With the case. I don't know where else to go with this. Uh, do you uh, shoot a gun in this game? Mm, no. Yeah. No. Okay. Ready to give up the ghost? Yeah. Uninvited. Oh, yeah. Nope. The NES game. first person adventure <laughs> game where you explore a haunted house. Oh, mm. a haunted house theme. That's cool. Right. In the same family of games as not Shadowrun, Shadowgate. Shadowgate. Shadowgate okay. being one of my favorite games of all time. And also there's a tri- trilogy of games on the NES. Shadowgate uh, Deja Vu, mm-hmm. which is the murder mystery one. That, that's on the cover of Nintendo Power. And then... That's where I was going with that. Uninvited, which has a spooky skeleton on okay. the cover. Hmm. What's the... Ske- why? Okay. So it's a haunted house, so there's mm. skeletons. Okay. Yeah. All right. Developed by Icom Software. Icom. Mm. But published by Kimco, which is still around. Really? Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Uh, they probably do... Some Japanese like medieval 
fighting games or something. So who sure. does this reader get to at? It's not me because because I won. You won. Well, you played again. You won normal mode, but not hard mode. All right, fine. You can at me. Okay, that's John from Baltimore. All right, John. Let's talk about uninvited. What's going to do? All right. Well, that is all the spooks that we have for you this week. Uh, remember, you can always reach us at the email address gamescoop at ign.com, goosecamp at ign.com, and omegacops at ign.com. Uh, if you uh, listened to this podcast, make sure to check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash gamescoop for some fun Easter eggs. And also look forward to the bonus episode. Yeah. That's also coming this week and also a spooky episode. And you can also look forward to lots of great candy. There is lots of candy. Yeah, it's true. There might even be a spooky skeleton on the episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying candy in their lives. So I'm not going to give them candy. Hmm. Just that week, right? Yeah. It's, bad. it's just candy week. It's candy week. I've been eating so much candy Until off December. Damon's desk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's thanks to one of our... Candy lifters. gets really bad oh, in December. Really? Candy canes and... You don't There's, like candy? I like those yeah. Hershey, oh, like yeah. the old timey candy, they're like the peppermint ones. Those are good. Those are those are good. What well, about peppermint versions? Like of things when are when good. companies that already make candy do the holiday twist, they can rock mm-hmm. it. But when like yeah. the candy canes oh, come out, mm-mm, stay back. You don't yeah. know. Where it's what like you're the doing. Lindor Lindor squares, and it's like, but now there's little bits of peppermint. Yeah. Uh, this morning, because it was cold, I got a I get a caramel macchiato from Starbucks almost every day, and I almost got a I got a pump of uh, peppermint in it. Just nice. a Fun. pump just of kinda, peppermint. Just you guys ever had? That's downright delightful. Yeah, it was great. Peppermint bark. Yeah, totally. That stuff yeah. will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> great. I love it, sir. Would you like a pump of peppermint in your caramel macchiato? Yeah. You know, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know go what? ahead. Go ahead. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Let's hump day, am I right? Hump day. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Janet. My name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop, and we're out. Welcome.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.